three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, jeez. Aaron. Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. Oh my god, that's that is the most dejected, pathetic what's up in the history of this show. No one was even remotely into that. We're recording at ten thirty on Wednesday night. I am certain that I'm sick, by the way, because it's typically a thousand degrees in the studio. First of all, I, I would like to point out that I was way into. You were into it. it. You were the only I one. I committed to the bit. Like I would have been into it, but I noticed that everybody else was <laughs> done, and I just said, "Wow, we are checking out." It's a late night. I'm definitely sick. Um, uh, Brandon's got cancer, and Aaron's the worst. So that's basically what's going on here. If you're scoring at home. <laughs> Uh, say, how sick are you? Yeah, well, oh, God damn it. Oh, God, you are such a dick. What a fucking... No, you're the dick. No, this is bullshit. I'm still allowed to be sick even though you had to start chemo this week. But you're not allowed to complain about I'm it. I'm not complaining. Oh, for fuck's sake, I hate all of you. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Episode number 200 of Jobbing Out. Hey, do you guys That's know why it's episode number 200? I did. Why oh, is shit. it? Two, zero, zero. But why is it episode number 200? Because it's our 200th episode. It is actually our 200th episode. Yes. That is legit. Legitimately the 200th episode of Jobbing Out. Hey! So, hooray. We somehow made it. I suggested we hang out and have a party at uh, at Jimmy's on Sunday night for the Rumble. But the response I got back was like, meh. I would rather stay. This is Aaron. I'd rather stay at home. No, no. Brandon's like, I'd rather Brandon's stay like I've got cancer. I'll come out and party. But Aaron's a fucking dickhead. And Aaron's like, well, I just, I, uh, I don't think I can squeeze it into my busy schedule of not being Jewish. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I'm, I'm very, very busy uh, not celebrating anything that Jewish people celebrate. I'm very busy. I'm far too important of a person. I couldn't possibly make it out to celebrate uh, 200 episodes with Sounds you guys. Right. What a dick. What an asshole. My God. But yeah, it is legitimately episode number 200, so I guess we're not doing a party and we'll have to wait for 250. Um, the party is, we're still doing episodes. And that's a minor miracle in and of itself. So just 200 in, episodes? Enjoy, enjoy Why? Oh, I don't know. We don't have anything better to do, I think, is mostly what it is. Like, yeah, okay, if we, that sounds right. If we didn't do it as a podcast, we'd just text each other to bitch about wrestling. So why not do it as a podcast? That's <laughs> sort of where we're sure. at. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, Brandon Linton from Rams Head Live, and of course, the main event. 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 Brandon, what took longer, the first session of chemo or AJ getting out the main event? AJ. Yeah, I thought so. 
There we go. Uh, he's AJ Francis as well. Sugar Bear, if you will, from Sausage Castle Wrestling. Um, uh, who is who is so over? By the way, they made people were making sides for Sugar Bear. Did did they throw cereal? No, they made. Then they're worthless. Well, we really need to look into that because that really needs to happen. They made signs that I immediately showed to everyone and then ripped up. That's pretty. I did see. I did see that that clip online. Um, So you had a a special visitor at uh, Sausage Castle Wrestling. Yeah, Joey Ryan. I've heard of him. uh, And he cost me the tag team match against. Action Lewis that actually, and actually kind of makes him, me like him more. Like, I didn't know that was possible, but I actually like Joey Ryan more now. Especially, especially. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you guys the link later of uh, the – it's being uploaded to YouTube right now – of the uh, edited show. And on the show, you'll be able to hear my promo in which I bury Joey Ryan. Well, that's because you're an asshole. I, I, go, I, go, yeah. I go I On there, I go, hey, you know. I talk about all the celebrities we have in the crowd, and then I say, hey, we got Joey Ryan in the crowd, too. He's a really big deal. He's a wrestler that's a porn star. Like, now, I don't seen you wrestle, but I ain't never seen none of your porn. So I guess you ain't that big a deal. Not and bad. Place not bad. Not bad. Not bad. That's a good line. I like that. Uh, did, now, this is the important question. Uh, have you, uh, uh, AJ Francis, uh, today is Wednesday, January 23rd, the year of our Lord, 2019. <laughs> have you touched Joey Ryan's penis or has Joey Ryan touched your penis? Uh, well, technically, I guess I touched his penis. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but. It was over the jeans. Everybody knows that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a second. It's actually, Go ahead. actually the greatest thing ever, though. I can't wait to wait, see that. Wait a second, though. If if it was Tori Wilson touching you over the jeans, you would not say it doesn't count. So is, let's be clear yeah, about yeah. that. I mean, you got a point. Let's yeah. be clear about that. Uh, well, that's awesome, man. Next show, of course, is? A Super Bowl weekend, February 2nd. Um, just It was just announced. Trailer Park Chuck will defend his SCW Heavyweight Championship against Sugar Bear. Wow. Wow. And, and Action Lewis in a triple threat match. Wait, Holy but you just lost. How are you getting a title shot? Come on, man. I earned my title shot in October when I won the number one contender battle royal, and Trailer Park Chuck has been ducking me. I, mean, I, never, I never got my title match. I should have got one in, in November at Veterans Day, and we had a tag team match instead. I should have had one in December, and they gave it to Crazy Mike in the TLC match. I should have had one this time, and our match got interrupted by Action Lewis getting involved for no damn reason. Fuck Action and Mike Lewis. Busey coming out at his own house, having the nerve to think he makes rules at his house. Right? Who the fuck does that? I mean, oh, come on. Seriously. Sugar Bear makes the rules, but because Mike Busey has the title, it is at his house. He said Action Lewis is in it. Yeah. So now All I got right. two people's asses I got to whip on February 2nd. Well, I can't wait for that. Of course, there's also the uh, NFL uh, versus wrestlers uh, battle royal, right? Uh, yes, the big... NFL versus SCW battle royal. Yep. Um, <clears throat> there's going to be multiple NFL players as well as multiple members of SCW. And there will be a prize for the winner. We have yet to figure out what the prize is going to be yet, but 
there will be a prize. Just say it's a just say it's a blowjob and be done with it. Like you gotta know why you're hiding that now. I mean, you got a point. Yeah, right. But, exactly. Exactly. But we're trying to make it a legitimate prize. All right. All right. Well, so three blowjobs. Very good. Can't wait. February 2nd, Sausage Castle Wrestling in Orlando. <laughs> it's a very legitimate prize. Very, very legitimate. All right. Um, so, boys, it is pay-per-view week. Uh, coming up a little bit later on the show, by the way, David McClain is going to join us. Uh, he is the creator of Wow Women of Wrestling and, of course, Glow. Not the Netflix show Glow. The actual Glow. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling and uh, he has brought back Wow Women of Wrestling Friday nights on Access TV. We're going to start talk to him about how this whole thing happened. I mean, it's really like culturally very significant. Like whatever we talk about now with the women's like revolution, um, you know, like nothing really existed as far as women's wrestling was concerned before David McClain like legitimately. Not to say there was no women's wrestling, but like that was the first time it like really found pop culture relevance. So I'm uh, looking forward to talking to him about that and obviously a little bit more difficult now introducing women's wrestling show because, like, women wrestle on every show. So you can't just be the one women's, women's wrestling show anymore um, by doing it. So we'll talk to David McClain about that as uh, WOW returns to Access TV on Friday nights moving forward. Uh, it is time for us to make our picks for uh, both NXT and the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. We'll start with NXT. Boys, I had an idea for, um, for a bet this time around. And it's one that I think we could pay off fairly easily, but I think that it would be enjoyable. All right. Uh, Brandon Linton, as everybody knows, is uh, currently kicking the ever loving shit out of cancer. Brandon, yes. you have to walk around every day carrying a oh fanny. My God. Yeah. A fanny pack and a pee bag. Correct. <laughs> correct. Well, I'm not sure that we're going to go the route of pee bag because okay, I think it, good. I think it might <laughs> be a little bit I difficult thought, for us to. I was uh, say hell no. Like I thought it might be a little bit over the top for us to, um, you know, like get a catheter and the whole deal. I thought that might be too much, but for two consecutive weeks, loser must wear a fanny pack at all times. I mean to work. I mean to the gym. I mean, everywhere. Short of, proof. short of like AJ, if you have to take it off while you're actually training, like I, you know, I get that. That's an actual physical thing. Like, I mean, I could understand that. But short of that, at all other times, and yes, Brandon, at any point, at any point, we must be able. Even if I did lose, there's worse things to have. I'm in. Me, I feel, I, I feel like we get to pick. Like the other three people get to pick which fanny. I am also in favor of that. I am now short of. Like, and, and the loser got to buy it themselves off them. Correct, correct. What I would what I would say is like I can't do like boobs. You know what I mean? Like I, I like yeah. I, if I have to wear it to work, like I'm okay with it being silly. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not that. I would rather you wear a bright, sparkly pink. Right, pink and I would and I would do that. I would do that for two consecutive weeks to pay off this bet. Now you might say, Hey, Brandon's already doing that. So what would he have to do to pay off this bet? Well, I've got something for that too, and that would be Brandon. <laughs> you have to have cancer. <laughs> I'll. It is what it is, man. I'll take it. Damn. <laughs> I don't really yeah, have I mean, a choice. I mean, I, I, I lose either way. Yeah, I know. That's that's the bummer. I mean, like, I, I would, if you're up for adding, like, an element to it, like, if you're up for switching out your current fanny pack for whatever awful fanny pack we find yeah, for like you a, on. A sparkly, sure. you know, sure. truly sparkly okay. one All or right. something. So Brandon's going to have to wear a fanny pack either way, but in this instance, he would wear the one that we chose for him. So there are we, we good with that? 
Yep. All right. And again, Brandon's usually shitty at these picks, so it'll probably be him. Wow. Wow. Damn. <laughs> I've literally never picked with you guys ever. Is that possible? No. I feel like he must have at some point. No, I never did. No, 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 but you pick online. That is true. You do regularly send us your picks. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, you do normally do that. So he might be on to something here. Um, <laughs> what I would say uh, additionally, Brandon, of course, does not get – like, Brandon's not a guest, so he does not get the benefit of tying. Like, right. If, right. If, if, you're, if you're tied, that doesn't mean that, like, you're out of it. You're fucking you're, lost. Yeah, you're a loser. I lose. Yeah, exactly right. So um, unlike uh, when we have guest pickers, Brandon, of course, does not get to be that person. So everybody good with that? We good here? Oh, uh, sure. seriously – if at any point, like, we decide to text you and say, hey, show us your fanny pack, you've got, like, five minutes to send it back, right? Like, or I, th- I think we get to tack on an extra day um, is the way that it works. So that's, that's the way that this is going to go. Show us your dick! Exactly right. Show us your dick covered by your fanny pack. That's exactly the way that it's going to go. All right, let's start with the NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Aaron, uh, I believe there are five matches on the card. Let's get to it. There are five matches. It's oh. in Phoenix. I don't know if you knew that. I have, but I have heard Phoenix of, yeah. is in Phoenix. It's a, quite the place for it to be. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I thought it was actually going to be in Phoenix, Maryland, which is where I live. I was really <laughs> hoping that was going to just set up the whole thing right out in the corn at my house, and that was going to be the way that it would go. But sadly, that was not meant to be. Um, uh, real quick, uh, where, do we put, where do we slot Brandon in as far as picks are concerned? Like, does he go fourth? Uh, yeah. Okay, very good. There you go. All right, excellent. Aaron, go ahead. All right. Uh, first match is Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Uh, this is easy. I pick first. I go Matt Riddle because I'm not an idiot. Uh, that would make two of us that are decidedly not idiots. Uh, Matt Riddle, of course, is the answer. Yeah. Yes. Riddle, it is. I have cancer, but I'm not an idiot. Riddle. <laughs> Are you the two have things, cancer, but you're not an are idiot. Are the two things I related? Like and have you thought about making that your Twitter bio? Have you considered <laughs> that? That's a really good one, right? <laughs> I have cancer, but I'm not right. What a great Twitter bio. Oh, that, that's a good shirt. I think you need to get that printed on a shirt and start walking around with it. <laughs> I love um, it. All right, Let's next. Next, uh, NXT tag titles are on the line as the Undisputed Era take on the War Raiders. Man, I'm really tempted here, you know? Like, I'm really tempted to pull the trigger and say that I think that it would be good to have the War Raiders win. I think that obviously there's a lot of hype surrounding the War Raiders. And I would almost say that if you don't have the War Raiders win, who's the logical argument for who would slide in WrestleMania weekend to face Undisputed Era? I think it would actually make more sense to have Undisputed Era run it back afterwards. So I'm going to bite and I'm going to take the War Raiders here. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, on NXT this week, you had Cole just kind of do this whole promo about how, you know, the, the standard Undisputed Era is going to dominate the world, and, you know, they're going to win all the titles, and that makes me think the exact opposite's going to right. happen. So, yeah, I, I think the War Raiders have it here. Brandon, this is where you chime in now. What did AJ say? No, 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 you go, you, it's just a rotation. Oh, yeah, gotcha. it's so Come on, haven't it's you ever a... heard the show before? Yes, I know it, you do. Yeah, I have, I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm a little tired. Oh, um, God damn it, oh, now God. it's Jesus. <laughs> Aaron, you're the worst. Seriously, what an asshole Aaron is, God. You know, go ahead. this one's hard. I, I'm going to go with Undisputed. I mean, they are Undisputed <laughs> Era. Like, I do, I do get that. Go ahead. I mean, I, I, I feel you, Aaron. I think that 
the undisputed era is going to lose all their gold and they're probably going to be called up because I can I can see them being called up when uh, Fox finally gets SmackDown and Undisputed Era goes to SmackDown. I could see that happen so easily. But because of that, that's not to the fall. I don't think they lose the belts here. I think if they're they're gonna if Undisputed Era is gonna lose those tag team titles before they have all the belts, I think they're gonna lose them at WrestleMania weekend. So I'm gonna go with Undisputed Era. All right. Very good. Next up. Uh, let's go with the NXT women's title as Shayna Baszler defends against Bianca Belair. Um, they didn't put the, the belt back on Shayna just to have her drop it this quickly. So, yeah, I'm going with Shayna here. This is the easiest one of all, Shayna. Shayna Baszler is my pick as well. Yeah, the only argument they can make is, are they thinking about something related to getting Shane on the main roster for a four-horsewomen situation, right? Like, it's the only conversation you have to have here. I mean, I guess... But, with you, her, but this is the person that they drop it? I mean, I, in fairness, I don't, know if, I don't know if you've heard this, Brandon. She's fantastic. But, well, and also, how many times has Bianca Belair lost exactly? Is Be- Bianca Belair in the match? I mean, like, that's the way it's been. Bianca Belair has not lost, so, like... I get is this our takeover debut? I love like how it, they say that, and it's just not true. It's not true at all. Well, yeah, but she no, lost, I don't know. If, I don't know if you heard. No, she she hasn't lost. I'm not sure what you guys are referring to. She hasn't. It's <laughs> she the, hasn't lo- look. It's did that the one WWE time in NXT? a no. year that Raw faces SmackDown. She literally lost in the May Young Classic. One time a year. They <laughs> don't on NXT. They don't I do was it. There, I saw it happen. Now Guys, you lost to Kyrie Sane. You are and it su- was incredible. This is blasphemous. But- this is bullshit. What you are suggesting? You are suggesting that perhaps at some point they would lie, and that is, I- I'm not going to stand for this. I'm not going to sit for this. I'm not going to pee for this. I am not going to do any of it. WWE has never lied. Lied. They are completely. I- yeah. Well, you know what? I'm just going to tap out because I've already fucked it up. You know what I'm saying, though. You're an asshole. They uh, look. The answer is Shayna Baszler. I don't know why I did all this. That's the pick. Shayna Baszler is the pick. Move on. Yes, that's all four. Yeah. Aaron, are you still there? All right, I'm back. I got disconnected there for Jesus a second. Jesus Christ! Nice of you to not show up for the show anymore, so that we can have that happen. Exactly. All right, we got North American title on the line. Ricochet defends against Johnny Gargano. That'll be you, Brandon. Oh man. So this is this is like who actually wins the match, not who. It's not like correct. I can't, it's, I can't it's say who, he keeps who wins the title. The match. Okay, gotcha. You, you can say he keeps the title, but you have to pick who wins the match. Gotcha. You know. Brandon, I want you to know, no matter what Aaron says, you do whatever you want to do, pal. You just go ahead and pick whoever, however you want to pick it. Do you want to pick Adam Cole in this match? Seriously. <laughs> Fuck Aaron for trying to deny Did He apparently never heard what Kevin Garnett said after winning the NBA championship. Anything is possible. You go ahead and pick. If you want to pick Kevin Garnett to win this match, you pick Kevin Garnett. Because what did Kevin Garnett say? Anything's possible. Thank you very yeah. much. What an asshole Aaron is. Jesus. You know, I really... My gut says that Ricochet keeps the title. I'm going to go with Johnny Gargano winning the title. Wow. Wow. Okay. Because okay. I don't think any of you guys are going to pick that. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say, but mostly let's because, see what happens. Mostly because yeah. we're not already wearing fanny packs. So we're not really looking. Fanny packs aren't that bad. Yeah. Um, I want you to know that if I have to wear a fanny pack, a bright, sparkly fanny pack, 
um, because I lose this bet and I have to wear it for two weeks. Oh, it's going to be a conversation starter with so many youngins. That is a good point, actually. You do have that going for you, which is nice. uh, My pick for this match is definitely not Johnny Gargano. (laughs) Um, Ricochet is not going to lose this. The only way Ricochet would lose this belt is if they were either putting him on the main roster, which I don't think they're doing right now, or if they are putting him to the NXT Championship which I don't think that they're doing right now because I think that we all think that the main event of the WrestleMania takeover is going to be Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. So I'm going to go on a limb and say that that Ricochet wins this match. Um, which is a little bit weird that you would have a scenario where Ricochet would win and yet Johnny Gargano would somehow become the number one contender anyway. <laughs> Ricochet, uh, Ricochet could win. Hello, welcome to wrestling. I know. Oh, no, no, no. Trust me. I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. I'm just saying we should probably reference that and, and how silly uh, these things are. Blood feud of the century? I, look, I hear you. I hear you. Here's, um, here's my thing. There's a lot of time between this and WrestleMania. They could totally switch the title again on, on the show. You know, there's a lot of weeks. No, you're right about that, too. That That is also true. Look, I, I too, am going to go with Ricochet. I don't. There is. I'm just gonna be honest with you. There's a small part of me that's starting to wonder if they're gonna fuck this up. Uh, what's the song? Is like you're gonna fuck this up, just like it's been a while by Stained. Yeah, that's a jam. Um, oh, it's gone. No, it's not at all. But I just want really to, a jam. No, it's not. Um, uh, it's been a while since I've gone and fucked my picks up, just like I always do. Um, I would. I am starting to wonder that they're gonna fuck it up, and they are gonna do uh, Gargano Ciampa one final time, but it's not gonna be for the belt WrestleMania weekend, as we've hypothesized about before. Um, that all being said, that scenario still doesn't involve Johnny Gargano beating Ricochet for the North American belt, so give me Ricochet. Could, could you imagine if they did it for the North American belt instead of the NXT belt? I mean, belt? what happened with Chris Jericho <laughs> and Kevin Owens? It's true. What happened with the feud of the year of last year? What happened with the feud of every year? They decided to have the big blow-off match, the thing we've been waiting for. And they were like, oh, we'll do it for the other belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going to bother doing it for the one that you care about. We're going to do it for the other belt. You're telling me it's impossible they couldn't do this for the North American title? You're telling me that it's impossible that that couldn't play out? I will not tell you that whatsoever, but I'm not going to pick it either. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Champa Gargano. It just has to be, which means Ricochet has to win. So Ricochet's going to win. End of story. Um, I agree. I agree. All right. And finally. Finally, we have Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black for the NXT title. AJ, I think. Right? Yes. yes, it's AJ. I will go with Tommaso Ciampa. This is the really tough one for me, right? Because this is, like, do I play out my theory here that they're gonna fuck it up, you know they're gonna they're gonna do Aaron Lewis. They're gonna turn. They're gonna try to become a country star. It's gonna be a whole deal. Um, <laughs> n- no, I'm not gonna do that because I'm not gonna let that be the reason why I'm wrong. I mean, this is more like me just trying to pick safe here and assuming that everybody else is gonna pick uh, Tommaso Ciampa. So I'll just roll along with it and not take my L here, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I- I'm trying to think if there's a way that we could see a DQ finish or, or something really squirrely like that. And in the main event, I just don't see it. Like, I don't. We haven't had a main event go squirrely in NXT yet. I don't think they want to have it do that. So no, Champa's walking out with the belt, which means he wins. Yeah, Champa 
obviously. All right. Very good. So that's that for uh, NXT. And we will come back in and we'll make our picks for the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, including the Royal Rumble match and who we think might be a surprise that could come into the Royal Rumble match. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. He's Aaron. And he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Pressbox's annual Best of Baltimore Sports Double Issue is now available. Presented by Maryland Sports Commission, this issue recognizes UMBC basketball's Ryan Odom and Jarris Lyles as our local sportspersons of the year. Plus, 60 more are in the spotlight as we look at the top people, performances, and moments of the year. Pressbox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Ravens, Orioles, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, Brandon Linton from Ranshead Live, and of course, the main event. AJ Francis. All right, uh, boys, we've made our NXT picks for the weekend. Now let's get to the Royal Rumble pay-per-view from Chase Field for the first time ever. Did, did you see the burger that they're uh, selling? At are they, the Royal are Rumble? they selling hamburgers at Chase Field? Are they? It's 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 this ridiculous burger. It's like I, I can't even explain. Let's see what it, it's it's called. I can't. What's it called here? Let me pull it up here. The Royal Rumble Burger, an 18 ounce bratwurst patty on a toasted onion roll, cheddar cheese, applewood smoked bacon, coleslaw, fried onion, barbecue, then with fried mac and cheese wedges. What on top? Well, I'm I'm not opposed. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not. I believe that. And it's not in Pittsburgh. That's weird. So wait a second, Brandon. They they tell you to have one of those things before a round of chemo, don't they? Don't they say you have to have uh, an eighteen like ounce right after? Oh, it's right, it's right after a round of chemo. It's when you feel the best. That sounds good as hell, man. I uh, I mean, yeah. I, I, like that sounds great. How much is uh, how much is that going to set you back at the? Uh, oh, probably like twenty five bucks. Actually, but, if it's only uh, twenty five bucks, that actually sounds like a great deal. To be honest with you, like, I don't think they said the price. Yeah, a picture, yeah. Picture I was gonna say, I think that's, that sounds like a forty dollars sandwich to me. That's what that smells like. But I would get one. I would totally do it. All right, uh, they're in Phoenix for the Royal Rumble, so there's not a lot of matches on the card, obviously. But there are scenarios. Uh, there's a good amount. There's a hell of a lot more than I thought. Yeah, there's but nine. There's wow. Is it really nine? Holy shit. Okay, there is a bunch yep. of matches. So we're gonna pick all the matches. But on top of that, what are we gonna do for the Rumble? We're gonna pick for both Rumbles. We're gonna pick five. Surprise entrance, like people that are not currently on the main roster. Now, this does not include what we're saying is if they're on Raw, SmackDown, or 205 Live, I would throw in also if they're just injured. Or or if they're going to. So, like EC3 and Lars and all, like if they've correct. been announced on the main correct. roster. Correct. That would yes. not be a surprise. But I would also say, like, you can't say Sami Zayn. You know, like yes. we know yeah, Sami no Zayn. Zayn, no Kevin Owens, no Bray Wyatt. Coming back. Exactly right. So, I would say all of those things. Um, I, and then if there's ones that people throw out, then we could maybe, like, reserve the right to say, uh-uh, we're tossing that one. Like, too too little, not really a surprise. Right. So we'll all make uh, those uh, those qualifications. So we'll do that for both. Now, how does this work? If you get one, if you get it right, you get a, 
Any of them that you get right? You no, get... no. It, whoever gets the most right gets Wh- a point. Whoever gets the most right gets a point for both the men's for, and for each one. Yes, for each you one. get one for men, one for women. Okay, and then the uh, other question is: Are we just picking a winner, or are we picking like last two, or how are we doing winner. that? Winner. Just the winner for the Royal Rumble matches. Yeah. All right, very good. All right, uh, I believe I go first where we pick up. So, Aaron, where are we? Uh, we are on the pre-show, and the cruiserweight title is on the line in a four-way match. Buddy Murphy defends against Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto. Like I, I, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of of who of that group is like super worthy of taking the belt off of Buddy Murphy, and the only one I would think of would be Hideo Itami. So, for me right now, it comes down to Buddy Murphy or Hideo Itami. And I could see them thinking that there's some value in a Hideo Itami run. Like, if we assume that they wanted the Buddy Murphy thing as they wanted it to happen when it was in Australia, I could see an argument for what more are you really getting from Buddy Murphy at this point? Like, he's great. I'm not trying to take anything away from Buddy Murphy. He's awesome. But what more is there? Like, you're already at the point where you're doing a Fatal 4-Way match. There's not, like, a great rivalry or anything along those lines. I'm going to go Hideo Itami as the winner of the uh, cruiserweight belts. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same spot as you where it's Fuck either Murphy you, or Itami. And uh, the Itami push just kind of came out of nowhere. The thing, like, I it, thought that Murphy was going to be a really short champion, but he's been really good as No champion. doubt, no doubt. He, and, and that's the thing is, like, Buddy Murphy's the type of there. He is having this reign right now where you could really create a strong face coming out of it with whoever beats him. And Hideo Itami's not that right now. So because of that, I'm going to say Buddy Murphy hangs on to it a little bit longer just so you can get that whoever it is, whoever, you know, maybe it's a new guy that they put up at 205 Live. But I'll say Murphy hangs on to it for now. Brandone. Oh, okay. Um, I think Buddy Murphy hangs on to the title as well. It just, um, just feels like not the time to change it. You guys stole all my points. I thought I was going to be so smart. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy. All right. Well, I can steal a point here. I like that. I like everything about there we that. Go. Uh, also on the pre-show, the U.S. title is on the line as Rusev defends against Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, it, it's going to be Rusev. Uh, it's just frustrating to see Shinsuke lose again now that I'm seeing that. And Shinsuke on the pre-show losing again. That's gross. But Rusev has to win. They, he didn't win it just to lose it right back, especially not on the pre-show. So Rusev wins. Yeah, Rusev. Definitely. Same reasons. Eh? AJ? Rusev. Vutria. Rusev. Machka. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, boys. We can move on. Rusev as well. All right. So let's go to the main show where the SmackDown tag team titles are on the line as the bar defend against Shane McMahon and the Miz. And I have to go first on this match. (laughs) (laughs) This. So one of two things is going to happen, either the turn or they win. And I guess I'm going with them winning. Miz and Shane. All right. Very good. Oh, man. Miz and Shane, or uh, I, I can't believe that they're gonna. What, what would be the point of putting the belts on them here? 
how how long would that rain be? Like a month? Yeah, it would basically. Also, it would also serve the point of the whole thing. Like, I'm going to go with Miz and Shane. I mean, I think you have to go Miz and Shane. And it's tough because, again, Brandon, you're right. The other option is this is when you pull the trigger. But it it's not ripe yet. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I'm not saying that they couldn't pull it off and have it be good, but it's not there yet. So, um, yeah, uh, Miz and Shane is the answer. You have them win the belts, and then you set you set up for whatever's coming over the course of the next two months. Yeah, I mean, like like I've been saying, I would kind of like it if Miz just did it here because I'm I'm a little concerned about where this is going going forward. Like we've already seen a couple of really cringy segments lately, and if you have it for another month or two, you could get even more cringy segments. I don't think they realize that the segments are cringy. So in I mean, storyline, it had makes it. perfect sense for Shane well, and Miz okay. to win here. I don't think this week was cringy. No, I think, no, no, no. I not think this week, week was fine. Yeah. This week was fine. Yeah, I think last week was. What, what, yeah. what, what segments have been cringy to the, the main oh event. The main event segment. It was. It never went anywhere. It was just. And it's, okay, that, okay, that's one. No, I agree. I mean, like, to me, that was. This is the problem, AJ. We talked about this last week while you were gone. It, whether or not the segments have been totally cringy, Shane just sucks. Like, he's just sucked. He's been awful. He's been unbearable. He's been and, – and I get it. I know that I'm being hard on the breathing thing, but, like, it's unthinkable how bad it is. Um, Shane just hasn't offered anything, and he frankly hasn't well, offered anything. Miz has. Yes, Miz has. Well, yes, the Miz is wonderful. Every single time. That part is true. You're not wrong about that. But Sami Zayn was wonderful every single time in that in the Lashley feud, and those were still unbearable. Yes, not, not, they were unbearable when it was Lashley's turn to to matter. They were not unbearable when Sami Zayn was clowning him. It was just unbearable in general. Like as good as Sami was, the whole segment. Yeah, just give me give me the answer. Oh, yeah, Shane and Miz. Yeah, okay, thank you. Very good. Now we got that. I don't know why that took so long. Yeah. All uh, right. Okay, uh, Ronda defends against uh, Sasha Banks. Is mine? Yes. Um, I wish it was Sasha Banks. I really, truly wish that was the answer, but there's no way that Ronda loses this belt to anyone not named Charlotte or Becky, so I'm going to go I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey. Uh, do we have the conversation, or do we pretend like it didn't happen? Okay, what great. Are you talking about Ronda actually lost the match? No, I'm talking about um, the thing that occurred on Monday night. Oh, with yeah, Sasha no, we, we'll, we'll skip past okay, that. Okay, very good. Um, uh, I will say, yeah, Ronda Rousey's winning. I don't know why we'd have a conversation about this. Is Ronda Rousey, yes. Yeah, I mean, they, they've done everything well, what they are you, can. What are you, what are you, I'm confused what you're referring to. R- re- um, re- really? The wardrobe malfunction. Oh, I didn't even notice. What? <laughs> it blacked out like 10 seconds of the show. Are you serious? Well, yeah. it, to, to be fair, I was also watching at 4 in the morning. Well, okay, but you, oh, and you would have to have seen it online in order to see the actual, you know... You know what? I would just search Sasha Banks and see what pops up, pal. I would just I go that. Not, I, I would just realize. I would just go that route. <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, no, you're right. I guess we don't need to talk about it. In the meantime, go ahead. Yeah, uh, they've done a good job of making Sasha seem credible, but it's Ronda, so Ronda's winning. Yeah, Ronda, uh, although I will say, um, there was a couple minutes where I sat there watching Raw thinking, like, okay, like, they made this real now. Like, I'm, I'm actually excited for this match. Two weeks ago, I was kind of like, eh, 
we know it's going to happen, but they put that seed of doubt in your mind, but I still think it's Ronda. Yeah, I mean, they've done a good, look, they've yeah, done they, a, they've done a good job yeah, with it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, uh, uh, next. So let's go to to uh, SmackDown, where Asuka defends against Becky Lynch. And I believe that's, is that me? No, it's you, Glenn, right? Oh, it's, oh, it's me, Glenn. Um, yeah, I, this one's a little bit tougher. Uh, you got to really start playing some things out when you do this one. I am I am still torn as to how they get to the match that we want them to get to, but I don't think that they're going to... I think the match is Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. I think that's the match, and I don't think that you get there by having Becky win this. I, I like. Is there some world where you could do a, like a match that involves both championships... And, like, you have Charlotte win and then ever saying, I'm challenging for both titles. Like, God, that would be fucking amazing. Um, but, no, you, I think I think Asuka has to win. Do you think there's anyone that, to your point, do you think there's anyone that is saying that maybe in light of the way the tag titles are going to work, that they should, like, make both like that? That both be floaters? I don't know, maybe, but... I, I, I think there's two... The divisions are too deep right now to yeah, have a singles title be floating. I think that's a bad idea. I think that's a bad idea, too. I do, too. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Like, I just don't think you have Becky drop the bell. She's going to win it right back. It, it doesn't make the only reason it made sense for her to drop it is that was the way you drop it. Cause she didn't get pinned there and you have Rhonda, Charlotte Coster here to set it down the, you know, the storyline forward. Oscar wins. Oscar is the answer. I, I don't think that <clears throat> Becky Lynch loses because Charlotte or Rhonda get involved. I think Oscar just beats her. And I think that stamps Asuka as I'm a bona fide champion that deserves to be champion. I just beat the man, Becky Lynch. I don't forget I had the longest win streak in women's history. Like, I'm a bad bitch. But you immediately ratify Becky losing by having her and or Charlotte win the Royal Rumble, which is probably what most of us are going to pick anyway. So... I'm going to also pick Asuka. All right. Very good. Okay. A lot of shock in, uh, on this show right now, and I don't know if it's going to change I mean, much going forward. I mean, I get uh, it. Yeah. Da- Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE title. Uh, is that Yeah, it's me. Um, Daniel Bryan's too good right now. Daniel Bryan's awesome. I am very curious where they're going with AJ Styles. You set him up with Vince McMahon. You had him give his blessing to him basically again this week. But there's not really a clear path for him going forward after the Rumble, so I'm very curious about it. But Daniel Bryan has to come out of the ti- uh, out of the Royal Rumble with the title. He's too good right now, so it's it's Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. Uh, is it me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel Bryan is the answer. I, I don't see him losing. I, maybe a DQ, which kind of makes you know worries me here. But Daniel Bryan's keeping the title. He wins. Yeah, I can't. I can't see AJ Styles winning it. Just move on. The answer is Daniel Bryan. Next. All right, so we're moving on to uh, Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor for the Universal Title. This is me. Who's picking it? Mine. Oh, no, it's, it's Brandon. Uh, so this one, they're doing a thing where they they're tricking me into thinking that Braun Strowman is going to interfere and and do something, but I still have to go Brock. Bro, 
Can I have a contingency? What? Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Probably not, but go ahead. I truly believe if Finn Balor comes out as the demon, he's going to win the match. I, you're not allowed to know that beforehand, no. You don't yeah. get to choose based on whether or not he's a demon. You he's already to. said he's not doing it. Someone asked well, him. No, no, well, he said it. That doesn't mean he's not doing it. True. The Hardy said they weren't showing up at WrestleMania in Orlando. It also did happen literally the night before. Yeah, it made, made of a friend of ours look kind of stupid. Here's the thing, though. If 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 it's Brock versus the Demon, that's not Finn Balor, so we get to repick. No, no. it is not. You have to that's choose whether or not. No, no, bullshit. You have to make the pick as to whether or not you think Finn Balor will come out as the Demon. That's yeah. part of making King. the pick. It's a completely different. Jesus person. Christ! Corporate Kane and Demon Kane are the same. God, who invited this? No, they're asshole? not. Just like mankind can be in the same Royal Rumble with Dude and Cactus Jack. That is correct. Well, they, yeah, you're right. They're actually different people. But anyway, the moral of the story is different names. Come on. <laughs> yeah, the Demon King and the Demon King, King Finn Balor. They don't is, just call him the that Demon. That is true. That is true. He's right. He's right about that. Dude, man, the thing is, I really truly believe that Finn Balor, if he comes out as the Demon, is going to win. So pick well, it. yes, because so he's it. the Demon. Have some balls. Pick it. <sighs> But if you're not letting me pick that... Then oh, my then, God. Then just all... make the pick. Do it. Fuck it. I'm picking Finn Balor. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. All right. So, AJ's an idiot. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. Brock Lesnar's <laughs> winning this match. Look, man. Does, I... does anybody think there's a possibility that Braun Strowman interferes with this match? And Yeah. I, I could see him interfering and causing a no contest. Yeah, because like they kind of title. Yeah, they kind of played him as a tweener last week. So, okay. Yeah. Next, next we have uh, the women's Royal Rumble. Uh, all right. So, how we? What are we doing first? Winners or surprises? Uh, let's do surprises first. So, uh, who start? I start. No, no, no. AJ cool. starts. So, why don't we do one at a time? You want to do one at a time? Surprises. All right, cool. Okay, so just give us one of your five surprises, and anybody else who has that person on their list, just acknowledge that you have them on their list. Oh, okay. Okay, my first is Kyrie Sane. Wow. Yeah, I have, I have okay. her on my list, Brandon's too. Got, Brandon's got it. All right, uh, I do not have Kyrie Sane on my list. But, I mean, come on, guys. Tony Storm is going to be in the fucking women's room. I Rumble. have Tony Storm. Jeez. I have Tony Storm on my list. All right, all right. Question for you though: If they were in it last year, does it still count as a surprise? Uh, as long as they're not in the main roster. As yeah. long as they're not in the main okay. roster, yes. Okay. And it's, again, we've already we've we've ruled out the Bella Twins. You cannot include the yeah. Bellas. They're too close to the main roster for them to count. Okay. Is it my turn? Uh, it's uh, Aaron's. No, my turn. Um, I don't have Kyrie saying I do have Io Shirai on the and list, and I also have Io Shirai because. I have seen Kyrie Sane and Neo Shirai live, and if Hunter was watching the same screen that I'm watching, he knows that they need to be a tag team on the main roster tomorrow. Yeah, they so, they were on NXT this week. I want them winning the chamber and tag team champions forever. Yes, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like the exact match you're talking about, I saw live, and I said immediately turned uh, to my homie to my right and said, "Look, I want you to understand that match is the reason they won't be here next taping." All right. All right, Brandon. Uh so I was trying to think of like an old old school throwback person. I'm going to say Melina 
Ooh, Ooh. I like Molina. That's I a good like answer. It. I like that. Not on my list, but I like it. Yeah, not on my list either. I got a, somebody who um, I, I think you guys are going to be cool with the pick, but you guys might know an Aaron. He might try to worry about the validity of it. But I'm going to pick Maurice. That's tough. That's tough. She, she was on pay-per-view like three months ago. Yeah. She, she wrestled on pay-per-view three months ago? Yeah, she, yes. she wrestled with, she teamed with yeah, uh, The Miz against happen. Daniel Bryan. And yeah, if Brady. we're, if we're oh. el- eliminating the Bella Twins, we couldn't include Maurice. It's too recent. That's, he's got a good point. He's right. Dude, she literally has not been. I know, but since. neither have the Bellas. Oh, my God. You guys are the fucking I'm just saying worst. it's too close. They, they, she literally has a WWE-branded television program, dude. Come on. Come yeah, on. but she's not on WWE television. I understand that, but she's very much part of the she's WWE. She's literally not on the main roster. I understand she's that. On Evolution. She's still not, was not a main part. roster show. It yeah, was a she, but she was also on but another show. But she was show. on TLC yes, or whatever. Correct. Was that TLC? And whatever it was. Or no, Hell in a Cell, I think it was. Yes. You guys suck. Pick somebody else. Shayna Baszler. Oh, yeah. Wow. My Shana. list, too. Okay. I, I, apparently the one person that didn't put Shayna Baszler on my list, and now I feel kind of stupid about that. Um... Speaking of old school, somebody who didn't participate in any of the events the WWE did last year, and I can't fathom it's because it's so scary important to be around Impact. Uh, I think at some point Gail Kim has to make another appearance, and so Gail Kim is on my list. Gail Kim is my new pick because you fucking suck. (laughs) All right. Just just biting my picks. Okay. Yeah. I had to make a new pick, and so now I can do whatever the hell I want. All right. All right. Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. Uh, I will go. I'll, I'll take another uh, NXT UK woman and uh, Rhea Ripley. I will take. I thought about her. Did not put her on my list. Next, okay. Brandon. I'm just gonna do something wacky because I don't really care and say AJ Lee. I mean, it would be a because fucking massive at, moment. That at would some be point ridiculous. it needs to happen. <laughs> I don't think there's any chance in hell, but it would be. Unbelievable! Are you sure did. there's no chance in hell? What's CM Punk doing now? Dude? I understand that. I do. Uh, the word was that that he was approached about all elite wrestling, right? And like, I mean, Lord knows he's not. Who a... knows if that was real or not? Yeah. All right, AJ. I uh, just already told you. Oh yeah, I yeah. think he has his five. Yeah, he does. Oh, you already at five? Holy shit! Yes, yeah. I have a very different list than everybody else. All right, um, my third is Casey Catanzaro. Mm. Is third I thought on my about list. that one. Uh, she has some crossover mainstream appeal. I think it could be legitimately like a one-time thing where you just throw her in there. She shows off her athleticism. I think the Royal Rumble is the perfect place to do that. You don't, you're not putting her on the main roster. You're just doing it to sort of get a showcase for her before she really makes an impact on NXT. So Casey Catanzaro is my third. Did, did you see the uh, moose she debuted over the weekend that was going around Fucking Twitter? unbelievable. Also, by the way, she's with Ricochet, so she is so lucky. God, she is lucky. Okay. Wait, is that true? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're dating. I, I thought, wasn't uh, Ricochet with Tessa Blanchard or something? Maybe, oh. maybe he was. But now, now Case Gen there. I mean, cool. again, they are... Good for ve- both of them. They, they, no, no, no. They, the two, Tessa Blanchard and Casey Catanzaro are very lucky. <laughs> Next... All right. Uh, I guess I'll, I need a, an old school. We I haven't had one yet, so I will go with someone who I think could be in line for a Hall of Fame nod, uh, and that's Victoria. Okay, Victoria, sure. Not in the Hall sure. of Fame yet. Doesn't really come around much. Did she do Makes any of the events last year? Did she do? 
She was on Evolution. Yeah, okay. Was All she right. on Evolution? What did she do? Was she part of the Rumble or the Battle Royal? I believe so, yeah. That sounds right, but I couldn't swear. But there were a lot in there. I couldn't swear by it. Brandon? I'm going to go with Alundra Blaze. Okay. Also definitely was part of stuff that they did last year, but sure, no problem. Uh, next on my list, speaking of a legend returning, um, someone who I really don't know why she hasn't done anything, considering she's got a TV show to promote, uh, Karma is my answer. That's four. Oh, that's a good list. one. And everyone else has five, so you got Oh, I'm the last, last one? one. Uh, the last yes. one's Candice LeRae. Um, I could absolutely see a scenario oh. where she gets sick of the Gargano Champa stuff and says, F this, and that's her path to the main roster. Is She had to get away from all of the Gargano Champa stuff. She couldn't deal with it any longer. So that's my fifth, Candice LeRae. Very good. I like it. I like it. Everybody's got five. Now, winners. I just I just watched the move that Casey Catanzaro did. Who does this bitch think she is? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit is wild, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. By the way. Holy shit. I mean, good for Ricochet, too. I guess. <laughs> but, but better for oh Casey Catanzaro. Oh, my God. That's hard, bro. I cannot stop watching <laughs> um, all right. Uh, uh, women, women's winner. I guess that means I go first. Yes. Um, you know, yeah, I think we're all in agreement. That's one of two people, right? I think that that's where we're at. It's one of two. And, you know, again, we're the, the one on the one side. We're saying that Becky Lynch, if she loses to Oscar, would end up coming back in and being in the match, which I think would give that more sting. It's just tough because you can't have her be the number 30 entrant, which is the better scenario for something like that. Um, 28 ain't bad No 28 ain't bad you're right about that 28 ain't bad Um, I'm gonna go with Becky Because I think if she loses It's better to get her heat back immediately So I'll go with Becky As being the winner And they can figure out the Charlotte side of it At, at a, a date to be determined Yeah I, I still have that That split victory in my head And I'm guessing if I Split victory, I'd have to call split victory, correct? Yes, you couldn't. You yes, don't, you don't get. If, if, right, you, I just, you literally I think you're about sure. to pick two people, and if one of them wins, you're going to get credit for it? No, well, oh, you I, I, I mean, like, what a fucking. You at one point, fuck you. Seriously, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Could you even imagine that? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, here's, here's the deal. Guys, I that Finn Balor Brock Lesnar match, I'm going to tell you what. Whether I, she's winning as a soul or she's winning as a split, I do not see a way that Charlotte does not win in the Rumble. Um,. So I'm going with Charlotte here. I'm also. Oh, sorry. Is it AJ? But you, no, no, you understand. If they split, you don't get credit. I, I understand okay, that. All right. I just. I, I don't think WWE is going to do it, even though I think it's the right move. All right. Very good. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent positive Charlotte's winning. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. He's as po- which is. If you take 33%, right. <laughs> you divide it by. I don't even know what he said. Now, what if you're in the top 1%, though? Like, what? how does that factor into all of this? Well, He's, that's not in the women's theme rumble. Music walking to the ring. What if you're in the 99th percentile? Right. All of these things. Uh, uh, Brandon is as positive about Charlotte Flair winning the rumble as he is positive for cancer. So. Oh, that's um, nice. Harsh. I'm so That's sorry. Not nice. So sorry. Please do not let your wife listen to this show. <laughs> ever. Well, there is zero Please. percent chance of that. God. All right. All right. Next. Um, uh, 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 here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pretend, like I always do, that WWE really 
has mind at heart. And I'm going to say that Becky Lynch is going to win the Royal because Becky Lynch winning the Royal Rumble and then challenging Ronda Rousey and then Charlotte Flair being inserted to that match afterwards is literally the same storyline from SummerSlam, and that's the reason Becky's who Becky is now. So that's how I think they're going to do it again. I mean, it does seem I, – I hear you. There's also part of me that after you said that, I'm like, fuck, they can't do that again. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> but, uh, no, you're right. It's probably a good call. That is probably a good call. All right. Um, so there you go. Now, next. Next, we have the Men Royal Rumble. Um, is this it? Is this? Are we done? We're done after this. All right, very so good. So we have the pit, the the five. So I, I yep. start on the five surprise entrance. Yep. Um, and I'm going to take one off of AJ's list, right. and I will say no, because he is not on Takeover, the Velveteen Dream he's will make an appearance. I mean, I don't. He's absolutely on my list too. He's also on my list. I don't know how anybody wouldn't have the Velveteen. If you're not. The Velveteen it, Dream doesn't come in, we riot. The only thing that I can think of is that, like, it's almost too obvious, right? Like, right. how could literally he not be on TakeOver? You know what I mean? Like, it just seems too obvious at this point. But you have to pick it, clearly. Yeah. Brandon? Well. This moment in the history of the world. It would not suck. It would definitely not suck. Since, since we already covered Dream, I'm going to – oh, I can't say Lars Sullivan, right? No. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, well then, I need to find someone else. But in the meantime, uh, I will say it's going to be that CN slot from last year, and or was it last year, or the year before? It's going. There's one yeah, of these guys year. that isn't coming up is going to be in it, and I think it's going to be Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, okay. All right, very good, AJ. Um. I have a theme with mine, uh, my next two, so could I just say them? Oh, fine, for fuck's sake. This Royal Rumble is in Phoenix, Arizona. I've heard rumors. You know what else happened in Phoenix? Uh, I got arrested for a DUI. <laughs> yes. I mean, I did. It did happen. Man. <laughs> and... One of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time happened in Phoenix. Ah, yes. Yes. I'm of course, going- you're referring to Bret Hart, Vince McMahon. That's the one that we're all referring yes. to. One of the greatest <laughs> matches in the history of WrestleMania. Yes. Uh, no, I was actually referring to HBK and The Undertaker. Mm. Mm. We're going to have to debate about this. Here's the question I had. I know HBK is going to count. I know that's going to count. How would you... I mean, do you do you not remember how recently he wrestled in the WWE? Bro, he literally that was the one time he wrestled in eight years. He's still a surprise if he's in the Rumble. How? It's actually Danny Birch pretending to be. I, I, there is no world in which I think that either of those two can count as surprises in the Royal Rumble. But how? I will allow others to vote on said topic. I, I, I will allow HBK. I will not allow Taker. Same. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Okay. I get to reach. All right, fine, you get HBK. HBK. Fine. All right, uh, I'm next up. So, um, I mean, I'm I, I'm almost certain that he's on Aaron's list. Pete Dunne is absolutely going to be in the Royal Rumble. He's on he's, my list, He's too. not on my list. Holy actually. shit. Holy shit. All right. He's on my list now, motherfucker. <laughs> You're doing the <laughs> same fucking thing. 
Uh, I will not take Pete Dunne, but I will go ahead and take Tyler Bate. Okay. Because, right. I mean, he's good for a fantastic feat of strength. It's fine. Uh, you know, thing in the Rumble. Right. So. Next. Brandon. Okay, so here's my AJ Lee pick of the men's division. If you say it, gonna... if you say it, I'm gonna wild out. It's not him. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I was but hoping. it's Batista. Well, you know, Batista. I, I thought about it. He's Batista really is on my it. list. Of course, Batista's on my yeah. list. I'm I'm not yeah. gonna genuinely be surprised if he's not in the Royal. Yeah. Rumble. I do have a. I do have most of my last two are completely off the wall and the dumbest picks I've ever made in my life. But go ahead, AJ. Uh, my last pick is the Boogeyman. Okay, all right. I mean, <laughs> He's gonna come get you. Yeah, there's always a moment like that. I could see the yep. Boogeyman being the guy. Um, uh, my fourth pick is a guy that recently returned to wrestling and could create a little buzz. David Arquette is my fourth pick. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Um, again, what an awful pick. There'd be no point to it <laughs> whatsoever. There would be zero point to it whatsoever <laughs> outside of. Trying to get a couple clicks the next day on the various Hollywood blogs, but I think they've got a spot they can give to that, and the man uh, is literally insane. So, uh, you know, why not? David Arquette, my number four. Yeah. Uh, my number four, again, I'm going with the Velveteen Dream Theory. Why isn't he on a match at TakeOver? Adam Cole's not on a match. Adam Cole's in the Rumble. All right. I mean, that's probably he's better. Not, he's also on my list. It's probably better than the pick that I'm going to make. <laughs> my pick is dumb. Uh, who else still has picks to make? Uh, right, so, Brandon, you said Cole was on your list, so yep. it's just you and me. Just me and you. Um, this is look. I'll tell you who the other guys that I thought of for no reason. I really, I swear to God, I thought, and maybe this is just me being excited. I really wanted to do them a, a bit where they have Jason Momoa come out as Roman Reigns. <laughs> like, I think that would be incredible, but I can't with a with a point at stake. I can't actually make that pick, but. You're telling me that wouldn't be amazing if they did it? <laughs> like, well, if you pick, hold on, if you pick that and he comes out, I will give you immunity. You cannot win. You win. You win the whole thing. Oh, now, yeah. now wait a second. <laughs> That's awfully enticing, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me tell you who my choice was gonna be. All right, and then I think about it for a second. The other name that I wrote down that again is also dumb <laughs> is is Shaquille. Oh no! Because seriously, are they ever going to do this shit or not? Like, I, I, I thought about gr- putting Gronk on the list. Yeah, I'll be honest. man, he's kind of busy. I don't think he's going to be available. Um, oh, you you pretend that he's not going to be out partying over the weekend? Yeah, but he's Come not going to be doing it in Phoenix. Like they they I think they land on Sunday. I don't think that's an option. Um, yeah, look, man, I <laughs> fuck it, dude. Why not? Give me Jason Momoa. <laughs> As Roman Reigns. It has to be as Roman Reigns. Literally comes out. So he's Roman man, you lose. To, to Rome, right, no, I agree. He comes out to Roman Reigns music, and everybody it's freaks like, it's, out. It's like fake fake Diesel and fake Reigns. Oh, Rain. my God. I would be so excited if they did it. I would love I would love it so much. What a dumb, dumb, dumb pick that is. God, it's I am. The greatest, you say it's dumb, but it's the greatest pick you've ever made. Look, uh, it, it's really good pick. odds. It's really good odds. You win. You yeah, win. I'm buying really <laughs> low, right? Like, I'm, I'm like, none of these guys are probably going to be the guys, so I'm just throwing one away. Right. For you a, know what? Here, here's the thing. Not only this pick, how, you said there's nine matches plus we got, I guess, ten extra picks. Yeah. So, so that's nineteen picks. If you get this right, 
this pick is worth 19 picks. Right. It's it's definitely the greatest pick in the history of picks, but it's not happening is the thing. It'd be sort of <laughs> like neither was Shaq, so. it, It's sort of like Aaron saying, "Oh, my last pick is going to be um Oh, you know what? I got an idea. I'll go with Mean Gene Okerlund. Like that would be what this is like. <laughs> You're harsh today, it's man. It's not happening. It's not well, I love Mean Gene. Don't get me wrong. I would be really excited if it played out, but I don't think it's gonna be the case. Uh so All I have right. one more. Okay. Um My my realistic pick here is just to give the crowd a pop is Matt Riddle. I think that would be a lot of fun. Sure. Get get the pros going. Yeah. I think that's my pick. But I'm also in in kind of the the Jason, not quite Jason Momoa. I, I kind of had an idea of Nicholas. You don't get out. you. Oh, that would be good too. But you don't. I was Nicholas! gonna say you don't get to have Jason Momoa, motherfucker. No. I already got it. I would. I'm picking Matt Riddle, but I really wanted to pick Nicholas. I, I would. would it, be it would be a massive if, moment if Braun Strowman comes out, clears the ring, and then it's Nicholas. It would be awesome. And then, and then Nicholas runs down, and Braun looks at him, picks him up. And just places him over the other side and says, go away. Just like no, pats him I, on the head. I would love it. Actually, how much better would it be if he came out and the only person was Lars Sullivan and he chucked him into the 17th row? <laughs> be incredible. All of yeah, it would be Yeah, that would be great. It would also probably be an assault charge. <laughs> well, but what's an assault charge among no, friends? Don't, don't sign the forms beforehand. Yeah, Come on. Right? I think we're good. All right. Excellent. Now winners. Uh, Brandon. Seth Rollins is winning. Royal Rumble. All right. AJ. Seth freaking Rollins. Um, I think it's too obvious. I think it's too obvious for Seth Rollins to win the um the Royal Rumble. Uh is it obvious? He's never won before. The Royal Rumble is the one thing that I will say about WWE is they've let a couple guys, they've let guys win the WWE title that you wouldn't expect. AJ Styles, Shin, uh, not Shinsuke. <laughs> not <Lula>. Shinsuke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Jinder Mahal. Yeah, by the way, can, can we talk about that? Shinsuke won the Rumble last year, and he's on the pre-show this year. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, that's all true. I don't know what to say here. It's, it's bullshit. That sucks. But... The one thing that has remained so exclusive to the point that they just gave it to Randy Orton again rather than giving it to somebody else is Royal Rumble winners. And I think that's the way that you establish Seth Rollins as somebody who can actually beat Brock Lesnar. I agree. By having him win the Royal Rumble. So I'm going to Seth Rollins. That's why. And it seems like they always give the established guys like that Royal Rumble notch in their belt. Like it's almost like they have to. There's a list of people that have to get that at some point, and he's definitely on it. Yes, he is. Um, I, look, I, three weeks ago I was convinced the answer to this question was John Cena, right? Like I was convinced of that. And then suddenly we got into a world where we – by the way, remember what I said about John – who were we talking about hypothetically with John Cena? And I was like, it's not worth it. Why would he do that? Who were we talking about? Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Let me change my mind if the answer is Velveteen Dream, by the way. Like, let me let me tell you, if the answer was – if it was John Cena and Velveteen Dream, worth it. It's worth it for John sure. Cena because that guy legitimately is set to be one of the biggest stars in the history here's, of professional wrestling. Here, Here's the nod for Cena. Why does he all of a sudden have a kayfabe injury? 
if it's not overcoming the odds. Um, uh, but it doesn't have to be overcoming the odds on Sunday. You know what I mean? Like it could be overcoming the odds down the road. But they, I think they would have had made it be a much bigger injury. If that I hear was the you. Case. I hear you. <laughs> I'm gonna ultimately stick with my gut, and I'm gonna go with John Cena, and I'm gonna feel really stupid. But boys, I do have a question: Is John Cena probably gonna be in the match? <laughs> we we think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah John Cena is my pick. Yeah. Um. I've been I've been sticking with Rod. I still think that if you do Cena here, you're risking the crowd. Just to, I, I think it's better if you're doing that to do it down the line. We went through this a couple weeks ago, where you do it, you know, in March or whatever. He might have a chance of getting cheers. Does has no chance if it's at the Rumble. So yeah, I think Rollins is the obvious answer here, and I'm going with Seth Rollins. All right, very good. Those are our picks for the Royal Rumble pay per view again. Loser has to wear a fanny pack for two weeks of our choosing at all times. Uh, when we come back in, David McClain, he created, wow, Women of Wrestling. He created, created Glow. Again, like not the one with Allison Bree, like the one that inspired the one with Allison Bree. We'll talk to him about all that as WOW is coming back to Access TV. Or it already came back. Uh, last week was the first week on Friday nights. So we'll talk to David McClain about all of that. Uh, that's next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. And he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Respect. It's more than a word. In the U.S. Army, it is one of our core values, earned through selfless service to our nation and making a difference both at home and abroad. On the Army team, respect is earned daily. And now, in addition to earning respect, you may earn up to $40,000 in bonuses if you qualify. To learn more, visit GoArmy.com slash bonus or call 1-800-USA-ARMY. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And I am really excited for our guest this week because I have been a fan of his products for some time. And I don't even know technically like what the title is that we give him because he's a producer, he's a promoter, he's an entrepreneur, he's a CEO, he's an everything. The man behind... Glow and Wow, and who has brought Wow back to Axis TV every Friday night at nine o'clock? It's a pleasure to welcome David McLean to the program. David, it's so good to talk to you, sir. Thank you for taking the time for us. Aaron, thank you, and it's an exciting week because, as you just noted, Access TV started airing Wow Women of Wrestling on Friday nights at nine o'clock Eastern, and I just am overwhelmed at the response. I knew that the marketplace, the consumers, the wrestling fans, wanted an alternative wrestling program. We went out and did a market study to find that out, and we wanted to bring back WOW in the right way so that the fans liked it, and we put the fun, F-U-N, back into wrestling, and the response from last Friday's debut is just humbling. That's all I can tell you, and this Friday night... 9 o'clock Eastern, the main event is going to be Tessa Blanchard's debut in the ring wrestling for Wild Women of, so the wrestling, cool. Wild Women of Wrestling on Access. So we're so happy about it, and I'm happy to be with you today. Well, I, I, before we go forward, I want to go, but there's so much that I want to talk to you about where there's no chance we're going to have enough time to do all of it. But let's, let's start with this. When did you ever, like with the first notion that you had, Women's wrestling on television, 
would be popular and would work because it was way, way before what we now know as the women's you know revolution in professional wrestling. How did you have any clue that this was going to work once upon a time and continue to work to today? There were two seeds that dropped to 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 bring us to this. The first seed I can remember going to a state fair. Uh, driving in a ring truck. And by the way, I've never told this story ever, wow. ever, ever. This is an exclusive of, uh, of, of an event in my life that influenced me. And I can tell you the exact wrestler because she's still living and she was at the Cauliflower Alley Club uh, banquet last year. Sandy Partlow was wrestling, and I drove, only old-timers will know this name, Sam Miniker. I drove with Sam Miniker in a truck to a state fair, I think it was in Springfield, Illinois, and I noticed that the men had dressing rooms, but there were none for Sandy Partlow and who she wrestled. Hmm. And it just struck me odd how they treated the women less than. I'll just put it in those terms, less than. And now the direct answer to your question, because I think that's a seed, that's something you see as a kid and you wonder why, you ask. It, it makes an impression on you. Then... Um, there was a wrestling match. It was the semi-main event. And I put, you know, I was the ring announcer for Dick the Bruiser's uh, promotion. And after the match, it was a successful match. Um, I could tell it was. And I asked the fans, would they like to see the competitors in the first ever women's wrestling cage match? And the crowd went wild. So I had thought that instant I had thought up something new to promote and market, to sell tickets. I told my boss about it, who was the big promoter at that time, and he said, no, the women are just, you know, the popcorn mats. They're to put on before the main event, so the main event is the spectacular, and everyone's in their seats for it. And I immediately, I can remember, just like a light bulb again, I said, nah, that's wrong. The women can be the star of the show. And, you know, I don't know what terms I used in my head, but I basically said, hell, they're better than most of the men <laughs> on the match. Why, why aren't they getting to be able to shine like they're the stars? And that was the seed. And it wasn't less than 60 days later, I had little flyers and posters uh, up at gyms looking for women wrestlers and wanting to participate. And subsequently... Uh, that was the start. Wow. So how did it go from that, that it's going to be women's wrestling, to what became GLOW, which was certainly women's wrestling, but it also was something very different from what we had seen from other wrestling companies before? Well, that came out of just, you know, um, a desire to see something completely new, different, everything from the, the gear they wore, the costumes, the colorful uh, look. Um, the neon lights, um, you know, a different look and color of ropes, everything. I just basically said, why can't we do something that's totally unique? And that's still to this day, you see it even in WOW now on Access TV. When you tune in Friday night, you'll see a ring mat that no one else has. It's purple. Um, you'll see our ropes are beautifully white. You'll see the gear that the performers wear when they come out, the costumes are just fabulous. They were designed by Kristen Gardner and Natalie Lay, and we brought in a gentleman from Georgia to manufacture them. And um, they're unlike many 
other outfits you see in any other wrestling. So it's just different. And it's the, the personalities, the um, wrestlers' backgrounds, we take those from them and then amplify them by 10, maybe 11. And um, the fans have gravitated to it. You know, a week ago I was saying, I think the fans will like it. I hope they like it. So far, we know they like it. It's good and, news. Um, we, we've smartly, to the credit of Access TV, we're coming out with eight weeks of wow. We wanted to take a break so that we could look back and see how we could even tweak it to make it better. And subsequently, um, they rolled out New Japan Wrestling slowly and brought it into the marketplace. We wanted it to do the same thing. This is unlike any other wrestling presentation that's new, you know, not like the big boys, uh, WWE and, and even Impact that have been around for 11, 12 years. We wanted to take our time, introduce this properly to the marketplace, and answer the fans' need for an alternative wrestling program. It's been a long, long time coming since the women have had the platform again to shine. And so thanks to Mark Cuban, Andrew Simon, the CEO of Access TV, and my business partner who had the wherewithal to say, let's do it, Jeannie Buss. She's the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers. You can imagine she's, yeah, she's got a okay. daytime job. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and why would she be involved in this? Because of a passion. Because her dad, when she was nine years old, said to her, you can do anything you want. Don't be limited by anyone saying you can't. And... He provided her, when she was nine, uh, comic books, Wonder Woman and Supergirl, and said, read those. He empowered her at that young age. And one of the most fabulous things I received from this past Friday's debut on Access TV was a dad sending me a note. It wasn't sent to me, by the way. It was just posted, I think, on Twitter. And someone sent it to me. And the dad had taken his eight-year-old daughter and said, for the first time ever, I'm going to take my eight-year-old and we're going to sit and watch wrestling together, like I did with my grandfather. And he did. So who knows what influence that's going to make on that eight-year-old girl. That's really neat. Who knows? So just like Dr. Buss made an influence on his daughter, who knows what that influence is going to do with this daughter. That's really, really neat. David McLean is with us again, 9 o'clock on Friday night on Access TV for WOW! Women of Wrestling. David, you know, when, as you guys return to the marketplace, things have changed in the world of professional wrestling. And once upon a time, it, you know, there wasn't much women's wrestling even on television. Now there are multiple promotions on television that, that involve women's wrestling. How much did things have to change? How much did you have to take that into consideration as you decided what you wanted this product to look like? Uh, with the return of WOW? We took it seriously, because when I started GLOW, there was zero women's wrestling, period. Today, women's wrestling is integrated into the men's wrestling organizations on every capacity, from a little show in Tennessee to the biggest show on stage in the world, the WWE. But none of them have the measurements to do with women's wrestling that we do because like what separates a gold medalist from a bronze to a no medalist to even the silver medalist we have a one hour dedicated program to them 
So everything about WoW 24-7 is about its WoW superheroes. We don't have to integrate a story about a man's event that's coming up in five minutes. We don't have to integrate a man's main event because it's coming up next week. We don't have to integrate a a feature, a story, or a platform whereby the woman is saved by the man hmm. because that doesn't happen in WoW. The WoW superheroes and the villains are the stars of the show in its capacity for the entire broadcast and storyline. It never really hit home hard to what we were doing and what WoW avails itself to the women wrestlers until I, Tessa Blanchard was sitting me sitting with me just this week. She flew into L.A. for a publicity event, and she was watching the preview to tomorrow night's wrestling show on Access TV. And she looked at me and she says, uh, no pun intended, wow, I get it. <laughs> and I said, what do you get? She goes, I'm not even on the screen. I'm not even wrestling. And you're talking about me as the main event coming up in two matches. And then what's coming in three weeks, another wrestler star that's coming to wow. And she said, that doesn't happen anywhere else. She goes, I get it now, the benefit of wow. That's cool. And that's, that's true. It's 24-7, a dedicated program to the women that got the, the intentional fortitude to jump into that ring and perform. And they've got a platform now due to Cheney Bus, Mark Burnett, Access TV, and the fans, because they asked for it. And they're the ones that got to keep it going. There's a platform for women's wrestling that there's never been. So just like you have me featured on the broadcast today, it's you guys that are now going to drive this and propel it and make it so it's a weekly series and a long-term success. Ooh, pressure's on us right now, Glenn. I'm, I, I don't know that we can handle it. We're not Tessa Blanchard. I know that much. She's better than we are. That's, that's for she's sure. She's a one of a kind. Oh, God, she's a talent. She she is one of a kind. And that's actually kind of what I want to ask about next. You know, you're bringing in Tessa Blanchard, obviously Santana Garrett, also, you know, fairly well known on the independent scene and a lot more grounded than, say, a, a Steffi Slays or the Beast or some of the other really out there characters. How did you go about bringing them in so that they, they fit in this world while also not, you know, taking away from who they are outside of the company? Well, one, one before I answer that, you said grounded. And I took I take that word to mean possibly more notoriety only because they're on the independent wrestling scene. But you, you, and in no no manner can anyone take anything away from Steffi Slays, who jumps in that ring and wrestles, nor who debuted against her last week, The Beast. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, that is, I, was, that, I was more talking about their characters. They're phenom. obviously fantastic wrestlers. There's no doubt about it. They're in the Wild Training Center. We opened up the first. Well, we didn't know it was initially, but it is now officially. First women's all-wrestling training school in the United States anywhere, period. And I could tell you a story on that a bit later. And we're always looking for new women to try out to get into that ring. And it's because Tessa Blanchard, who had the fortunate ability to be trained by George South in the South, uh, noticed women would walk into training and just didn't feel comfortable because they had to train with men. And she noticed that. So she, along with Bambi, who's Selena Majors, a trainer in WoW, 
have came to me and said, can we do an all women's training school? Um, there's going to be a lot of great athletes that want to try, try out that may otherwise not feel comfortable doing it with men. Hmm. Um, Tessa did, and it worked out for her, and she's even said, hey, I think it benefits me. It's benefited me. That's why I think I have an extra edge in the ring. But she said, I can also see a lot of great female athletes are being left on the side just because they don't want to train in the ring with men. And as such, uh, we're making that available to them starting this spring so they can come and try out with WOW. But on that subject, you noted how did we get some of the independent stars, I think, that we have. I literally looked at a host of them, and we wanted to find not only the best wrestlers, but the best individuals. They all have a background. I interviewed every one of them, and I know each of them, and they're good people. Um, our trainer, Selena Majors, had asked me for years to look at Tessa Blanchard. And I said, what am I going to look at her for? Just because she has a famous last name, I'm not going to hire her. There's no way. So I was kind of, her name was, uh, was working against her. I wasn't even open to the idea. <laughs> I was lucky to meet her by total random accident. We were at a live wrestling show in Long Beach, California. I had gone to actually meet someone else and we were backstage and our elbows literally just touched. It was like one of those movies where it was fate and we had literally just touched. And, uh, I looked at her, introduced myself. She introduced herself. We sat down and talked for 30 minutes. I went back to Selena, the trainer when we left and I said, Hey, I said, we're going to hire Tessa Blanchard. She says, what for? Why now? I've been four years. I've been telling you about this person. I said, well, I just met her, and she's special, and she has a vision for women's wrestling that we share. David, I know we have to let you go because you've been doing a 1,000 of these in the last couple of weeks, but I would be remiss if I didn't ask something. The, the, um, the Netflix series, is it a plus because it brings attention back to, to GLOW and, and, and that sort of, you know, sort of drips down to WOW? Or is it a negative because you say, "Hey, I'm that's not what, what that wasn't that was a caricature that was a TV show that's not that was it wasn't a documentary that's not what we were doing." Like, what's what's the good and the bad that's come because of the Netflix series? I can only see good because it shined a spotlight on the female wrestlers of the '80s that decided to jump into that ring for whatever reason and try to become professional wrestlers, and that was good. Now they weren't as athletic. They weren't trained properly, and that was due to the fact, in part, due to the times. Because, um, you know, back then, Jane Fonda was the, was the role model for women <laughs> on television. Someone asked me, how did you get away with cutting those glow costumes so high on the hips? And so, you know, they look like almost underwear in today's society. <laughs> And I, and I looked at that question, and I thought about it before I answered, and I said, there was nothing strange about it. No one even questioned it because Jane Fonda was on TV every weekend selling videos with right, outfits right. that high. Right. It, was, it was not even discussed or thought of. And if, I, and if I put on an outfit like that today, I think it would irk some people's eyebrows. So <laughs> just difference in times. But the answer to the question is, it's only been a positive because it shined a light on the performers. 
on what they did. It um, has expanded our audience to people that have not ever experienced, watched, or thought of professional wrestling as an entertainment form or a sport that they'd like to watch. And now they have, and they do. Even the star that's in the TV show, uh, Glow, um, Allison, I can't remember. Allison Brie. Allison Brie, after, after the Golden Globe, said she's hired her own trainer. She's training for this third season of Glow. And she said, you know, getting into that ring is the most empowering thing she's ever done. Wow. Well, here's an actress who's a star, a major actress, a very talented star, and not a wrestler, not even really an athlete, she would admit. But she got in the ring, and it's intoxicating. And I think by showcasing that to a group of people um, that don't actually watch and follow wrestling has only helped us and expanded our audience. Well, I'm I'm a big fan, and I can't wait. Friday night, Wow! Women of Wrestling every Friday, nine o'clock on Access TV. Uh, David McLean, uh, huge fans of everything that you've done, man. Uh, congratulations on the show returning, and we'd love to talk to you again as you guys get a little bit further into what it is that you're doing with Wow. Well, thank you, and watch Tessa Blanchard's debut tomorrow night on Wow. She's the main event, and Santana Garrett wants her, but. Tessa Blanchard's got to do a few wrestling matches before she ever will get a title shot in WOW. <laughs> so it all comes down tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, Access TV, East Coast, 6 o'clock, West Coast. And it's something new, and um, I think it's bigger than wrestling from what I'm reading. It's really, really humbling. So thank you guys for having us on today. And let's get everyone watching it so it can continue. Very good. Appreciate David McLean joining us. Um, boy, he's – Stunner, Aaron, he sells things. Would you believe yeah, that? Really? Would you believe that? That guy is a salesman. Um, but, no, I'm, look, I'm excited about it. You said you watched uh, WoW last week? Yeah, it was actually uh, – it was, it was really great. And uh, Santana – I was curious to see how Santana Garrett and – and Tesla, like I asked him, like the, these more regular characters in this crazy world of wow. Um, yeah, Tessa Blanch. So, so Santana Garrett is, I don't know if her dad was a wrestler, but like a very low level wrestler. He was there with like oxygen tube and an oxygen tank. At the end of the night, Tessa Blanchard came and like squeezed the oxygen tubes shut, like suffocating him. Okay, so, that's kind of cool. That was kind of ridiculous. So yeah. that's the few they're setting up is Santana and Tessa. And all the characters are, you know, they're glow characters. Some of them, you've, uh, people that have seen uh, Barbie Hayden and Kara Hogan are both kind of in that wow world. And, um, oh, there's one character who's like doing a uh, Chloe Kardashian character. She's talking about, you know, all the champagne and all how all the, the you know, how amazing she looks, all the Instagram things. But she comes out, she has four guys like Chippendale dancers carry her to the ring, and they're called the Ring Rats. And it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't suck. <laughs> like, that doesn't. I'm, I'm in. Look, I'm not going to pretend like I have enough time in my week in order to watch another wrestling show. I just don't. I have too much wrestling. I have but, no idea what I'm going to do. When All Elite comes along, I'm panicked about it. Like, I have to start watching NXT UK now. I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked. But. I don't Hopefully doubt you don't that. Have it, to watch the Orioles this year. That is a good point. I will not have to watch the Orioles like at all no, this season. No, we won't have to watch them. Yeah, that's sad. That's very, very sad. Um, but unlike last year, I do have to watch Maryland basketball. So, like, there is a trade-off for those things. Yeah. What the? Why are we good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, because they have two NBA guys on the front line. Yeah, that's basically yeah, it. That's basically yeah, the story. Yeah, but, but we've had NBA guys before. We've just been okay. Um, not, not two NBA front court guys. When's the last time we had that? Championship I mean, team. I mean, yeah. I mean, but and and these guys legitimately do everything. Like this is, it's not just that they're you know guys like, like Diamond Stone technically made the NBA. He sucked. These guys legitimately play like they can play the five, the four, and the three, all of it. Yes. Um, it's fun. It's fun. Other than the Michigan State game, that wasn't a lot of fun. But outside of that, it's been a lot of fun. So, um, but yeah, I won't have to watch much Orioles, so I guess I will have more room for watching wrestling at that point in the year. And the Australian Open ends this weekend, so I won't have to worry about watching that anymore. Um, all right, back in here, yes, AJ and uh, Brandon are back uh, with us for a segment three of Jobbing Out. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's uh, Friday nights, 9 o'clock on Access TV if you want to check out WOW Women of Wrestling. Um, all right, what else do we need to get to? You know what? I want to talk briefly. I don't want to talk a lot about it. Did you see what AJ Styles did this week? You're, you're, you're not talking about the promo. He, no, he, uh, no not talking about man. that. Not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that AJ Styles went on a super right-wing podcast this week. And by super right-wing, I mean, like, in the – like, out there. I Look, I know that probably nobody in this room is a fan of the Fox News channel, right? Like, I know that's not it. But this isn't that. Yeah. This is past that. Yeah. He went on a show called Louder with Crowder. And in fairness, didn't really say anything that was, like, particularly inflammatory. Um, AJ Styles, it is known, has very conservative politics. He has certainly hidden that much better since arriving in the WWE than he did before he arrived in the WWE, when it was much known that he was, more known that he was a very conservative person. The gay community? Yeah, not great. <laughs> not great. Now, he's polished himself, he's understood, he's, you know, like the face of a, a, a massive company and, like, you know, shut the F up. You know what I mean? Like, he's gotten all that. And, and in fact, I read through some of the transcript. I'm sure, I'm shit, sure shit wasn't going to give these people a click. Um, but I read through some of the transcript, and it came out of it sort of feeling like he kind of was saying that, right? What he was kind of saying was like, look, man, um, I know better. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say anything that's remotely, um, you know... At, at all potential to be taken the wrong way. Now, yes, as Aaron points out, some of the things that he said before certainly fall in that category. But the the even the idea that he would go on a show like that, and I'm not really trying to do a both sides thing. Who yet. authorized that is what I want to know. Right. Who the hell authorized it? It is hard to get a WWE superstar to do anything. Um, so, so they had to authorize that. I, I don't. I, I, I have no idea what to make of it. I think it's easy to say it's a bad idea. And I don't, again, not trying to do a both sides thing here that one side is bad as the other, anything like that. But I don't think it would be a good idea to go on an extreme left-wing show either. There's a big difference between having your wrestlers show up at the Republican... Is there an extreme wrestling show? I don't know what that would be, but I'm sure it exists, right? Like, I'm sure there's... there's... Is, it like, is it like vegans only that... <laughs> and, and, they, and they share recipes, or like we we think the whole world should have to be gay and eat kale or something like. I don't well, know what, you know, what I don't, it would I don't, be is something that we don't think is bad that they would that that the other side would say is extreme and left wing. Like Bill Maher or something, you know. Fuck Bill Maher. 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think it would be a good idea for them to put anybody on with Bill Maher either. For what it's I don't like. Yeah, Bill Maher is. I don't like the Bill Maher, and I hate that. I hate when they people say that. Like, I don't like Bill Maher. I think Bill Maher is lame as fuck. I didn't say you liked it. My, my point is, like, that's someone that Republicans hate and would say that's an extreme yeah, left-wing show. Yeah, but because they hate him. I don't claim that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, look, I, I think it was a bad idea to do it. I think that it's a bad look in general, but I, I don't think the WWE should be wavering far into politics one way or the other. Um, it's one thing if JBL posts his career or Kane wants to run for mayor. Like, that's one thing. But and I guess technically Kane was wrestling as the mayor, so maybe that does kind of cancel that out. He'll but he's not, in, he's not in a WWE title match. <laughs> well. He was last year. Yeah, I mean, like, he's not that far removed. Um, I, I just think it's a bad idea. It's all, I think it's a bad idea. I don't think he should do it. And, and I say this in the I don't think he should do it one way or the other. I think it's a really bad idea to – I think there are people that wouldn't care what AJ Styles said that just if he found out that he was on a show like that would say, fuck that motherfucker. I can't root for him. And I would compare it, AJ. While you're not, while you don't want to claim him, Bill Maher, and I don't blame you, um, uh, I think there would be a similar reaction if the WWE was putting superstars on with Bill Maher. I think there would be a group of people that would say, fuck that. I, I'm not going to root for that guy if he's going to go on and, and talk with that. And I do think it's a little bit different. That, like, there was a clear friendship between AJ Styles and this guy. It's one thing if, like, you just show up on a show somewhere and say, hi, I'm here to promote the Royal Rumble, and I don't give a fuck about politics or, you know, wh- whatever it is that you're trying to talk to me about. In this instance, he was trying to talk to me about PC culture. Um, it's one thing if you just show up on a show and say, I'm here because I'm trying to encourage your audience to watch the Royal Rumble, and that's it. And any topic you attempt to get me to discuss, I'm going to say no. But to go there and be chummy with the guy, even if you don't say anything controversial, that seems like a really bad look. I mean, what? what, what give me some hot takes this asshole's made. Uh, the, the guy, the guy who's the host. Yeah. Um, uh, hang on a second. I don't really want to. This is not a part of the internet that I've really ever wanted to like <laughs> delve into. Um, hang on a second. Russia uh, is now in your computer. <laughs> I, I seriously like this is a. I've never searched the words louder with Crowder, but louder with Crowder. that's the name of the guy's show. That Just is, listen to the name of the show. It's <laughs> no, see that that's either fringe uh, alt right or local sports talk. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a really good point, right? Like, that's actually a really, really good point. Um, uh, he said some things about Ashley Judd and rape that were not, like, oh, Jesus great. Um, he accused Sean King of being a fake black man. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, he this said, guy is white, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, like, he's super a, white. He's a white guy. Like, well, he's conservative. Uh, oh, you know what? He is the. I did not know this. He is the guy. You know the uh, the meme that like you you have you're sitting at a table and it says blah 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 blah. Change my mind. Yeah. He started that meme. Oh, that's him. He wherever he was, he was uh, he was apparently he set up a table outside the campus of Texas Christian University. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Real tough Texas Christian University. A, a tough guy. What a man he is. He said, what was the sign? The sign said this started the meme. Male privilege is a myth. Change my mind. Mm. Mm. So that's your that's your guy right there. That's mm. your dude. Right again. Look, I, I'm not I'm not really trying to do a political conversation. I really am not. I just would say, don't do this either way. Don't don't stay away from that. 
in general. I think that's a bad idea and a bad look. All right, let's move on. Um, what else happened this week that we need to discuss? Oh, uh, AJ, you need to ask us a question. Uh, yeah, who had the best match in WWE this week? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, look, I get hmm. that there's, I get that there's an obvious answer, right? Like, I understand that. But let me, for the sake of making it a conversation, let me just throw something out. Was there one particular match on Raw that maybe surprised you a little bit in just how good it was? Well, I, I just loved yes. uh, Baron Corbin bailing and yeah, that saying, a- he almost hit me with a guitar. Well, that was good. <laughs> that was good. You're right about that. But can we Seth all agree Rollins that, yes, was a really effing incredible match. It was really and good. It's my fucking pick. And mm. this is the awkward spot because in a weird way, like, my expectations for Ray Andrade were through the roof, right? Like, how could they not be through the roof? It's Ray and Andrade a week after they had an amazing match. Andrade Cien Almas. I'm not going with this Andrade I, bullshit. I, I understand. Um, whereas I thought that Seth Drew was sort of going to be like a filler, you know, like a couple-minute match and nothing crazy was going to happen. And you know, I'm not really the biggest Drew McIntyre guy. I thought it was a fucking incredible match. I thought it was dope as hell. And so if both of you are picking Ray Andrade, this is actually going to be difficult for me because I'm going to have power when it comes to my pick. You have power. I'm picking Ray Andrade. And you know I'm picking Ray Andrade. What we've got here, boys, is an old-fashioned Mexican stalemate. Because I am going with Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre as my pick. Okay. And I'm changing my pick to Andrade. God damn it. Yes. (laughs) I tried to create some I do want want to mention one thing, and it's not really – the match was fine, but it was more about all the – everything around it, too. I thought that Finn Balor – Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar stuff was really cool. Like they actually made me like excited for that match, and like you know, they it, I thought Finn, uh, Finn, uh, uh, some of the stuff he had with Brock looked more realistic than the stuff he had with Braun. You know. Uh, okay. I, I liked I liked the match. I liked the way they set up. I didn't like the the promo beforehand. Well, the problem, I just mean the, the, the physicality. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the like, match and everything they did, I enjoyed it. Other than why Brock wasn't that a DQ around. the first time Brock suplexed him? <laughs> Murdered him on the outside and the match kept going. By the way, I just found out this guy, uh, Steven Crowder, also was a virgin until he was married. So seriously, come on. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Actually, I mean, really, really the uh, match of the week just should be the, the reunion of the Major Brothers. Uh, you know what? That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, that is great. Yeah, that's pretty good. And right. I hope it, I hope they really do that and they really, you know, see it through. I mean, but, 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 but what are they going to do? I mean, like, seriously. I mean, it's... Tag, is it any worse than the past few Yeah, what are they doing like, now? Nothing. I, I'd rather have the Major Brothers as tag champs than Rude and Gable. Uh... I don't know if I agree with that or not. I'd have to think about that more. I mean, I'd certainly rather have the Revival be the tag champions. That's well, for sure. yes, but what makes you think that's going to happen? I understand. I understand. What you're, I mean, at some point, if they're going to keep doing this every week, right? Like, at some point, they I, should do something. Do we, do we want to talk about all these rumors, the people asking for their contracts? Yeah. Um, contracts? I, has anybody said that with, like, real credibility? I, it does seem like the Revival did ask. Like, that seems to be... A thing. There are others, Maria and Mike Bennett. Was it uh, Apollo, Apollo Cruz or something? I feel like there was someone else as well, and I'm blanking on who it was. Well, the one that surprised me was Andrade, because they're actually pushing him. I was like, what's he unhappy about? 
Yeah, I remember hearing that one a few months back before they started pushing him. So oh, okay, so they're just like they're just the the article I'm reading is probably just doing a roundhouse of like everyone who's yeah. asked in the past six months or something. Is it yeah. by the way? Is it also possible these guys are simply asking for their releases because they think they can get some more money out of it? Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, that, or, or nothing else, or a push. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, oh, and Dolph Ziggler was the other one, which yeah. is I mean, weird. He's got the greatest contract in the history of professional wrestling. If that's if he does, but then, but and part of that part of that report was also that WWE wants to move him to a producer role, which seems insane to me. Like that just doesn't even seem possible. Why not? You're gonna take the guy. You're gonna take the guy off TV and make him a producer. Well, I mean, I, I you literally Ziggler? said he sucked. Yeah, that did kind of happen. I said his character sucks. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> now that I think about it, you are an asshole. I can't believe I forgot. Thank you, AJ. I forgot. You're the fucking worst. <laughs> like, I'm stupid. You suck. How dare Dolph Ziggler get a world title match right, at SummerSlam? Right. Right. Like, who the fuck does Eric think he is? No That's doubt, right. man. No doubt. All right. Anything else that we need to touch on? Abyss might be coming to WWE. Oh right, Abyss. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I assume that's a backstage yeah, role, would, but how awesome so. would it be to see him pop up? Dude, I like I like Abyss a lot. Abyss is awesome. Um, and remember, he was like a nerdy football fan too when we had him on. Yeah, like he was like a super nerdy football fan, and he was like trying to pretend like he was a big fan of AJ's. He was <laughs> like, he was like, dude, I'm like a big fan of yours, and I'm like, <laughs> really, really? <laughs> uh, I have marks. I guess, and apparently Abyss was one of them. It was real wild, man. All right, uh, good deal. Let's get some plugs in. Um, where do, do I start can, with? Can, can I lead this? Can I just before we go there? Can I just say, four weeks into uh, the 2019 match of the week, and Rey Mysterio has four W's. Okay, yeah, sure. That's a good yeah. point. That's a good. I mean, Rey Mysterio almost has three. Rey Mysterio looks better than he has at any point in WWE. It's insane. I'll, I'll say he, not quite as good as he was, you know, in '96, '97. But as good as any time in the past fifteen and, years. And what, is, and what is that move that he's done every week? And, and now it's getting to the point where the Tom Phillips or whoever it is, like overdoes it on the call. But there's that move that it's like uh, he's on his shoulders and he flips through, and it's almost like a pile driver. Oh, like like the Code Red or the Canadian Destroyer? Or... Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah, he's I mean he did, he did it like every a, week. He did a Canadian Destroyer this uh, okay. this week. That's what but it is. I, then... I, the the one this week, the uh, coming off of the top turnbuckle to the outside into the oh. Hurricane Rana. Like I don't think he's done that move since WCW. No, it's like a video game. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. All right. And the worst part, the craziest part about it is like. Yeah, you technically would call those matches spot fest, but they're not. Though. No, they're not. No, they're great. They're, they're legitimately they're, great. There's no question about great. that. All right, AJ, we'll start with you. Plugs. Um, you can find follow me on all social media at AJFrancis410. I got a big title match coming up in two weeks at SCW, so um, become a member today at MikeDucey.com slash SCW, and you will be able to come to the show for the free. Uh, also, um, I got new music coming out on February 1st. I got a new single coming out called Heisenberg. Um, uh, and, uh, it's really dope. It's actually my entrance music, uh, as Sugar Bear, as well as whenever I do any other shows. Um, and, uh, it's pretty dope. Uh, so once again, you can follow me on social media at AJ Francis 410 and you'll find everything you need there. Awesome. Very good. Uh, all right, Brandon. So uh, 
I'm just going to plug more Rams Head shows because sure. I don't want to talk about cancer anymore. I, so I, I prefer that. <laughs> I prefer it. So we've got Method Man and Red Man on February 22nd. We've got St. Paul the Broken Bones on Feb 15. And yeah, we're, uh, we're you going. can uh, we're going. check out the whole schedule at ramsheadlive.com. Very good. And then you're on Twitter at? At Brandon Linton. Very good. Uh, Aaron? I am on Twitter at the A Oster. We are on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. You can email us jobbingoutshow at gmail.com. Obviously, it's a big weekend, so I'll have stuff in the Baltimore Sun recapping uh, Takeover and Rumble and anything else that happens over the next week. Very good. At Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com is my website. Thanks again to David McLean of uh, Wow and uh, Glow. Appreciate him joining us. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week for Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event. And, and, and. Have we asked her to do a new, a new video? And have we asked her to start eating her pizza like a regular human being? AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Uh, cancer.